there and welcome. This is Story You Talk Radio, and I am your host, Coach Debbie. And I'm delighted that you have reserved this hour to spend with me where we talk about everything creative here, anything to do with making your voice come alive out there in the world. Maybe you're creating a book, a blog, a podcast, a TED Talk, or maybe you're like so many of us. You're sitting around the dining room table with your family, or you're at meetings with your team members, or you're getting to know your new neighbors, or you're becoming acquainted with someone online. Whatever it is you're doing to express yourself, you're probably wanting it to go well. You're wanting to know what words to say, when to say them, how to say them, what's the right timing for your words, how might they land. All these things come up in our mind when we are dealing with our stories. So I'm here to help you work it all out. I'm not just talking about your published stories here. I'm talking also about the stories we live by and the ones that make our lives so rich and so memorable. I want to invite you to participate in today's show. You are welcome to write to me, ask a question so you can get coaching. I see that one of my previous students from memoir writing has written in, Leslie has written in, she and her sister, took a workshop with me a couple years ago now. So uh, I'll be getting to your question, Leslie. For the rest of you, I would love for you to go to Facebook and possibly send me a private message in Facebook. You can also go to coachdebbie.com and there's a button connect where you can send in a question. You can call the radio station, and the phone number is 1-888-298-5569. And on Facebook, just go to my private page. It's Debbie, D-E-B-B-Y, D-E-B-B-Y, and my last name is Handrich. And it's just like it sounds. It's H-A-N-D-R-I-C-H. If you're already in my Facebook groups or anything like that, it's really easy to send a private message. And I try to get to them all. We usually do. Uh, The earlier you send in your message, the better. (laughs) So we're going to be talking today about the false story. This whole notion that... We have a story we want to write, but we often spend a certain amount of time in what I would call the false story. And that's the place that takes you away from your real honesty. It's it's the place where you struggle. It's, It's the place you go when you want to write a speech, but you can't. 
you want to create your ebook, but you feel stopped, you feel burdened, you want to be involved in conversations, but what keeps coming up for you are these notions that that just make you feel very alone. It's usually that people feel like they don't have enough time, they don't have enough energy, their ideas are wanted. There's something really false going on. Feels true, but it's actually quite false. It feels true to think I don't have enough education. It feels true to think I I haven't really done enough research yet. We get into those false ideas, but what it leads to is this terrible feeling of isolation. A lot of you know that, oh, before we had the internet, before we were on our social media, long before these cell phones came about, there were these writers that were, they were kind of halted as these brilliant people that sat at their typewriters or they sat with their notebooks and their fountain pens. We, we tend to hold them on pedestals and think of them as smarter than us, freer than us, that, that they have a, a connection to their muse that the rest of us don't. But that's a false story. What those people have is dedication and discipline, and they've made the decision to be with their writing, but there's no reason why you can't have that too. And when we get caught up in false stories, we go further and further down the path, and and what we find is that we build these walls between ourselves and what we really want to create. What we want to be doing is building bridges between ourselves and what we want to create. And I talk a lot about that in my course. If you're thinking that it's about time for you to get some support, not feel so alone, I am offering, I, I think it's, might I just say, I think it's quite brilliant idea I've come up with. I've taken one of my $3,000 courses that goes on for up to six months long, and I've just chiseled it down to the golden nuggets that I want to share with you. And in May, I am offering that for $79. And you can enter that course anytime during May. The early bird special is still going on. It's $79. And the price is just going to be jumping up as the days go on. So get on that soon. Um, there will be a cap of how many students I work with. And we haven't hit that cap yet. There's still room. So if you would like to be involved in a class that takes you away from your false story, that alone feeling that you have to create all by yourself and some sort of vacuum, you've got to prove that you've got this in you. If you want to get out of that dynamic 
and really want to become a true producer of your content, someone who can do it at a, a swifter clip, someone who doesn't need to buy into the idea that you need so much money or so much time or so much free space or whatever it is that, that you might be telling yourself that just simply isn't true. If you want some help around that and you want to see this year be the year that you create that book, that blog, that brand, that podcast, that TED Talk, whatever it is you're up to, why don't you get in touch with me? You can go to www.coachdebbie.com. And again, that's D-E-B-B-Y, coachdebbie.com. Just click connect and tell me you want to be in the Golden Thread Workshop. And you're in. It, it's not a messy enrollment process. I'll send you a little invoice and you'll, you'll be in. You can participate as much and as little as you want. You can do as much or as little as the homework as you want. My guess is that it's going to be your attitude that earns you that A+. If you decide you want to add on more private coaching, that option will be available too. So that is my Golden Thread Workshop, and it is coming up here real soon. So I hope you consider joining me. $79 right now for the Early Bird Special. And if you're listening to this show, I'm, I'm real tempted to keep it at $79 for my listeners. So why don't you go ahead and add that information on that you heard about it on Story You Talk Radio so you can get locked into the $79 price. So let's talk just a little bit about the false story and what happens to people when they decide they want to write something. They want to write a book, let's say, because for most of us, the book is the biggie. That's the thing people have dreamt about. I'm just going to have some water here. And in most cases, people have dreamt for literally years, sometimes even decades about writing a book. And they're thinking, I'm going to do it. I'm feeling something moving through my veins. I'm going to tell you right now, that's probably just adrenaline, but something starts to call you forward and you start to think, I could do this. Now, what I notice with so many of my students is they, they want to stick with the idea, but right away, that, that feeling that they can't do it this year, they need to wait till next year, that starts to pop up. Now, what I want to tell you right now is you go through this in all the other areas of your life already. So I understand why you're thinking, I can't add this to my plate. I already go through a sense of adventure and excitement 
with my love life and then things get busy and I don't really follow through. I don't want to do that with my book too. Maybe you think, gosh, I, I get really wrapped up in my job and the notion that I could get involved in the next promotion, but oh, it just, it just might be a lot of work and the same thing's going to happen with my book. What people do is they, they shut down the opportunity before they've really made the open decision to claim this year to do it. Now, ask me how I know. <laughs> ask me how I know, because in nearly every area of my life, I've had to confront the false story and realize that while I had this blood moving through my veins to take the next step, I also had this mind telling me, are you sure? Are you sure you can do it right now? Are you sure all the situations are set up so that it'll work? Are you sure you've got enough research? Are you, are you sure that you're going to be the one to do this work? Maybe there's somebody else that should do this. It's a terrible feeling to get excited and then take yourself out of the game. And we do it in so many areas of our life, if not all areas of our life. But here's what I've learned about myself. I play the false story. I take myself out of the game early on because the sense of aloneness, the sense of separation gets so big, I just don't want to be there. There's, there's this feeling that I'm going to have to heave this story idea up on my shoulders and just carry it around like it's the burden of my life until it's done. Now that is a false story. That's my mind just going wild with something. It's not true. I haven't even started the real story I've said I want to write. I've just thought about the fact that it would be so cool to get involved but the more I think about the hours and time I'm going to have to put into it, the more alone I start to become. And aloneness, oh my goodness, it will drive you into believing anything false to help you get out, to help you run away. It will. It, it'll make you believe that you, you know, you have something terminal going on. It'll make you believe that you might be pregnant when the facts show that there's probably no way you could possibly be pregnant. There hasn't been anyone that close to you in a long time, but your mind gets going. Your mind starts to believe that the isolation story, the false story, is actually some sort of real story. And so you go running. I go running. I go running anytime I believe in it. And I see that my friend Leslie here is dealing with that. Um, and I don't think we have any calls coming in yet, but I'm going to check 
We're going to go to our first break here, but when we come back, I want you to I want you to just be with me and this idea that your true story is just as easy to believe in as your false story. Stay tuned and we're going to get right to that. Hi, this is Lisa Downs, host of Reigniting You, the show that takes a positive, forward-looking approach to mid-to-late career transitions for Gen Xers and Boomers every Wednesday afternoon at 3 o'clock Pacific. Whether you're looking to stay in the traditional workforce, do your own thing, or retire or semi-retire, Reigniting You is your source for career transition advice, inspiration, and insight for what's next in your career and life. Join me Wednesdays at 3 o'clock to get re-energized, recharged, and reignited. Hello, I'm Nathan Mum. Join me and Mike Day as we host a weekly technology show that talks about technology for the everyday common person. We are a live radio program that airs Saturday from 4 to 5 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. If you go to facebook.com forward slash techtimeradio, youtube.com forward slash techtimeradio, or twitch.tv forward slash techtimeradio, you can catch us live Saturdays from 4 to 5 p.m. You can find us at all podcast services online from Apple to Google and everything in between. Talk radio that will get you thinking. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your host, Coach Debbie, and I'm helping you live just a little more truthfully, thoughtfully, honestly, with all those stories that make up your day and your weeks and your months and your life. Oftentimes we play old stories. We're ready to rise into our new one, but we get caught in old ones. And I call these old stories our false story. And what I want you to realize is there's one thing about it that is very important, and that is It's false. It's old. It's something that keeps you isolated, alone, scared. It's it's some idea that you're not going to come through somehow, for some reason. When it comes to my writers, sometimes it's that they fear they don't have the time, the money, the energy, When what I have found is that if you want to write a book, you need about 30 minutes every morning. I find that most of the people that go through my program started right there with 30 minutes a morning. But what we do is we concoct this idea that we we don't have enough going on. We buy into the idea that it's the truth. It's actually false. And what happens is we start to board ourselves into some isolation. So what I want to encourage you to think about today is that if there's something you want to create, there is a bridge that is going to take you straight into that creation. And what you have to do first is drop whatever that false story is and walk in the other direction. 
you drop it off and you go in the other direction. Because a false story is going to keep you far from your heart. It's going to keep you from listening to your intuition. It's going to keep you from being receptive to the good advice of people you trust. It's going to make you even ignore signs in your body. You know, our body tenses up when we believe in false stories. I, I get a lot of tension like in my, what do you call this? Your trapezius, the back of your neck. I get a lot of tension there when I believe in false ideas. We get disconnected from our wisdom. So today we're really focusing in on the idea that growth could be happening to us right now if we decided to be a little more thoughtful and a little more honest. So one story that came in recently is from Leslie. And she was listening to the show that we offered last week. If you missed it, I really want to encourage you to go back and listen. That was with Clayton Olson. We were talking about, he's a really wonderful NLP love coach. And we were talking about the stories that keep us away from love. A very similar topic here. And we had a few people write in. Clayton offered wonderful advice. And afterwards, Leslie, who was in my memoir workshop now a few years back, she and her sister joined together. Leslie wrote in and was real concerned because, well, for a number of reasons, but she included this piece about writing. She says, and not only is my love life difficult, I'm also concerned about my sister, who was in the workshop with me back in 2018. It seems she has boarded herself off from our family, specifically our grandparents, and I'm getting very concerned about this. She says she's busy writing, but she only lives a couple miles from our grandparents. I'm busy writing too, by the way, and I see them all the time. We mask up, we do all the things that are required, but still, there's time. Should I give my sister even more space than she's asking for? She says, like I said, a lot of writing is taking place, but I feel like there's something else going on. Okay. Leslie, I, I think your intuition is spot on. I mean, one thing you've said here is that you're busy and you're writing too. And I know that when I am not necessarily busy in my writing, but when I'm regular about taking in my own voice, when I go to my journal and give that journal 10, 15, 20, 40 minutes of my day, I don't have to wonder about my false story so much because I'm communicating with myself. I'm in touch with me. So I'm guessing, since you said you're writing, that you're having that relationship with you. I'm also guessing that your sister, 
who I know to be a very talented writer, is in a slightly different energy. And that is, well, you, what were the words here? You said boarded, boarded herself off from your grandparents. Um, that, that energy usually means that we feel pressure. We're under a time constraint. We want this to go right. We want this to show that we're smart, that we're able, all those things. You're familiar with all those things. Listeners are familiar with all these things. We board ourselves off when we don't want to be seen out of alignment in any way. You know, we want we want to be seen as as smart and thoughtful even when perhaps we're not being all that smart and all that thoughtful. And since we know we're not going to be seen that way, we cut off the bridge and we build a bit of a wall. Now, to your sister's credit, I want to say that this is a very unconscious move. Whenever I catch myself doing it, it's days, weeks, and months after I've built up the habit of it because it's, it's part of the unconscious mind. However, the more we can allow ourselves to be in touch with ourselves, the more opportunity we have to cross over and have that idea come into the conscious mind. But I'm going to I'm going to enlist you, Leslie, to help her speed that up. So one thing you said here is should you just give her more space and wait it out? Sounds like you've already done a lot of that. And I know this is going to sound weird, but that's one of the ways we build up a wall in response to a wall that's already been built by someone else. Isn't that weird? But it, it's sort of like your sister unconsciously has built up a wall around herself while she's doing all this writing and trying to be productive, trying to get something done, probably. She's built this wall up. And then what we do is we go and we build up another wall and say, well, okay, uh, I guess she just needs more space. I guess she just, you know, it's up to me to just wait it out. But if you checked in with your heart, Leslie, because I got something very similar going on in my life, you, you know that's, that's not what you want to be doing. You know you don't want to build up more distance. What you want to do is build a bridge. And I'm going to suggest that you go back to your writing, your journaling, however it is you allow yourself to be really intuitive and connected to your true story. Because remember, your sister might be in a bit of a false story, maybe thinking it's it's got to happen in a certain way on a certain timeline, but but you're more connected to a, a slightly truer story right now. So you're going to be the one to lay the bridge. You're going to be the one to do a bit of labor so the connection can happen. And that's 
that's a love thing. And when we do love things, people come out of their false stories to whatever extent they can, and they start to live in their true stories. So it looks like this. To whatever extent your sister can, she will leave behind the deadline and realize it's more important to see her grandparents in you. And to whatever extent she can, she will leave behind the notion that she, I'm going to make something up, has to write all day long instead of write for a half an hour or an hour in the morning and then put that away and do other things that would connect her to her people. The more you are committed to laying the bridge, and I don't mean doing for her what she could be doing for herself. I just mean you're already on the high road. You're already in the truer story. So lay the bridge so that she might do her part and put down the pen and come and join you. And you said here, you know, should I just give her more space? No, I, I, would, I would encourage you to come up with an outdoor activity and welcome her and, and see if that's the day she shows you her capacity to step out of that false story, which is that she needs to be isolated and work on her writing and step more into the true story which is that she can do a little writing and then join all of you. See how that goes. It's not an easy maneuver because when people are in some sort of false story, they start to habituate and obsess that it's right. They get into right and wrong thinking. Again, gosh, Ask me how I know. <laughs> I have been down the road so long in my own life of holding on to my right thinking that whatever that writing project is, it's got to be done on this particular date. And I'll just tell you, Leslie and everyone else, I was always wrong. Always. There isn't one time in my life that I was clenching to the false story that something had to happen on this particular day. And I found out that I was absolutely right about that false story. It's never turned out that way, not once. So speaking from experience, I just want to encourage you, don't build a second wall. If someone else is building a wall, find the way to rise above that false story and be the one to start to build the bridge. And it might just take a simple invitation. It might, be, it might be that she just really needs you to take the lead. So Leslie, I hope that serves you today. It was so nice to get your letter and to hear from you. It's been way too long. Leslie, I do want to uh, make an offering to you. Like I said, I'm offering the Golden Thread Workshop. You're going to see some of the modules that 
were in the memoir workshop that you did with me in 2018, but you're also going to see a whole lot of new content. If that speaks to you and you would like to join the community in May, uh, it's on me. So you just write to me and say, I'm in. Write to askcoachdebbie at gmail.com. It's the exact same email you wrote this letter to, askcoachdebbie at gmail.com. Just say, it's Leslie again. I'm in. I want that May workshop and you are in. For the rest of you, this Golden Thread Workshop is going to focus on some of the topics we're talking about right now, because if you want to express yourself out in the world, or just at home, around the dinner table, or at that work meeting table, if you want to be thoughtful and expressive and honest, you you need to be willing to put down the false story. And the false stories, they, they have a sort of inner work that goes with it. We buy into false stories thinking we need more time, we need to do more research, we need more money, we need more manpower, we need more team. And I'm not saying there aren't situations where you do need more team. You do need more time, but there are, and there are often nine times out of 10 false stories where you tell yourself that so that you don't have to engage and really be present and really be open and really share what's truly on your mind. That notion of we got to research more builds a wall. That idea of we need more team, let's meet up in a month, it just buys you more time. It just puts us back into more isolation. And when we're used to a lot of isolation, this just doesn't in any way match up for us. But when we fall flat on our face because we're sick of isolation, we're sick of telling ourselves a false story, we're tired of not rising up. We miss our people so much. That's when, that's when we take whatever energy we've got left and we try to traverse across that bridge into the true story. And the true story is usually something that we just weren't willing to look at because it often seemed way too simple. One true story that uh, one of my writers just didn't, didn't want to buy into was this notion that she had waited years to begin simply because she was nervous that she didn't have enough to say in her book. And it was only going to be like a 20-page book once she got started. And what she found out was that this story that I didn't go to college, I might not have enough to say, I'm not comfortable with the idea that my book might be just ultra short. We got to, to just draw a big line in that false story and open up the opportunity that this thing she was writing could be a 20 page ebook, or it could be 
a series of blog posts, or it could be curriculum she takes to her team. It could be chunked down into measurable pieces that make sense that it's only 20 pages long. What we found out in the end was that she had 49 pages of writing in her. She had never gone to college. She had never taken a writing class. But when she got into her true story, I really do want to write this regardless of how long it is, regardless of how short it is. She produced 49 pages. We made it into a network marketing PDF that she uses as an ebook, and it's helping her make a lot of money. So that's just a shout out to Marianne. Go, Marianne. You're doing so well. Listen, we've got another break coming up right here. We're just going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we've got one more caller, actually writer, with a question. So stay tuned. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. The KKNW app makes streaming our programming easy on your phone or tablet. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. Thanks so much for joining me every Thursday. I'm here at 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time and 7 o'clock on the East Coast. And we offer a replay every Friday at KKNW. It's 11.50 on the AM dial in Seattle. But you can access it from your computer anywhere you like. The, the web address is 1150kknw.com. So 1150kknw.com. And a lot of people just go there and they click on listen now and they listen from home and have it in the background. I know this because my students tell me this all the time. And you can also go to your favorite app store and download the KKNW app and take Story You Talk Radio or any of the other amazing shows with you in your car, on your phone, and whatever, wherever it is you like to go. Uh, I see, <laughs> I see well, another one of my trusted students is typing away uh, on Facebook Messenger here. So, just going to give you a little bit more time here to get that done. And then I will read your question. I'm very, very hopeful that's for me. I think it is. <laughs> so we're talking here today about the false story. The false story is the one that you buy into when... You're getting a little nervous about really engaging into 
your truth of what you want to do. And it could be something small, like you want to write a simple email to a family member. And everything in your truth is speaking. Your true story is when you feel kind of you you feel that connection with your heart. You feel an intuition that it's time for you to write this letter. You feel you just feel good in your own skin. And and it's like your wisdom is writing the letter for you. That's your true story. That's you being present. That's you being on purpose. But your false story, some people call it the ego. The false story says you could be judged for that, you know, that thing you're doing. It starts to talk to you. It, it, it makes a lot of noise in your head. It says you could be judged. You might not be perceived the way you want to. Uh, you, could, you could be ostracized. You you might not say things well in that letter. You um, you might have to go through big changes if you send that email or that letter off. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. That's what the ego says. I wouldn't do it if I was you. Uh-uh. No way. No way. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be that thoughtful. I wouldn't be that honest. I wouldn't be that real. I wouldn't be that vulnerable. That's where the real key is here. The true story is often, it's a little bit vulnerable. It asks you to start walking across a bridge that you're not sure you've ever walked across before. Or maybe you think you walked across it before and it didn't go well. And why should you give it another chance? The thing is, is that as you walk across that brand new bridge in front of you, what happens is that those walls, those brick walls that other people have built and it's kept you out, or maybe you built them to keep the false story close to you and keep others out. As you start going across that bridge and having some faith, just one foot after another, one word after another, one breath after another, you, you get your your strength, and you realize that that wall that you saw that just looked so sturdy, so brick tough, it just can't stand as strong and as sturdy anymore. And what I mean is you either get further away from it that you have a new perspective about it, or the person that is in charge of keeping that wall up actually starts to take it down. One or the other happens. You get far enough away from it that you're into your true story. Just like I said with Marianne, Marianne was worried that her, her false story, that she didn't go to she didn't go to college, so she would never have enough to say in a book. She was worried that that false story was going to happen. But what really happened is that she wrote everything down she had to say. It turned into being 49 pages of content. Instead of it being a print book, we made it an ebook, And it is now content that she uses 
to help her earn money. That became the true story. So she had now a new perspective around the false story, which was, hey, that thing was false all along. Another bit I want to bring up here is we get so attached to facts that we build false story around it. So some of the facts that Marianne knew, Marianne, I hope it's okay that I'm sharing all this. <laughs> Marianne knew that she had not gone to college. So that's a fact. She had never gone to college. But the false story she built around that was, therefore, I don't, I don't have enough to say. If I start writing, I won't have enough to say. That's false. The truth is she didn't go to college. The false story is she just might find out how much she has to say if she starts writing. She found out she had 49 pages in her. The fact might be that you don't have any time right now in your morning to write. But the false story is going to get built up if you don't start to shift things around so that you do have time to write. You have that power. All right, let's see. I don't have much time left. Drew, let's see what Drew has to say here. It's been a long time since I've heard from you, my friend. I'm so glad you decided to write in. I'm just talking live with the listeners while I take a quick scan of your letter and just see what you got going on. Okay, here. I'm going to go ahead and read. So this is Drew. He wrote in on Facebook Messenger. I always encourage you guys, if you have a question, just come on to Facebook Messenger. Drew says, wow, I am prolific at false stories. <laughs> you know my story well enough to know that it is really hard for me to break into the truth without your help. So here's one story that I need help with. Since the pandemic, I have been coming up with every little way I can think of to make money with side gigs. My regular gig is gone, and I don't know if it's gone for good, but I think the truth is, and tell me if this is a false story, that I'm running out of energy to do this. And I think I'm going to run out of money real soon. Two of the things I'm doing involve writing. And so I like that very much. But one of the things I'm doing is sort of writing, but it's working with high school students. And I don't think I'm truly cut out for that. But I don't know if that's part of my false story. I'm really twisting myself up here thinking about it. I would like to get into your golden class. Oh, good, good. Okay, you're in, Drew. You're in. I, I'm always happy to work with people. Um, you're in. Uh, where did I leave off here? Why don't we just end there? Listen, Drew, what, what you're telling me about your situation is let, let's go back to this idea that there is fact and we can spin it into something false. 
The fact is there's a pandemic. The fact is a lot of people, including yourself, don't have the job you were doing anymore. You don't have it. The fact is you've taken on three other jobs. So let's just go with those three facts right now as true. Um, let's say it's up for grabs if you have to stay tired and continue to work with high school students. Maybe you don't have to. Maybe you can change that. Let's say it's up for grabs that you have to have three jobs. I mean, it's quite possible that you, if you would like to, you might be able to pursue something and just work two jobs or one. And I'm not taking away the fact that it's been probably very difficult to land these three. But the false story happens, Drew, when we believe we're stuck right here and we can't do anything about it. You can do something about it. And so I would encourage you to think about the idea that maybe the job with the high schoolers has served you long enough and you're going to replace it with something else. That's, that sounds more true than the notion of, oh, am I just, I can't remember your word, but like, am I just complaining? Look at the facts. Look at the facts. You, you needed employment. It was a pandemic. You lost your job. You found new employment. Those are the facts. And then I want you to go from there into what you could create to honor your true story. And if you, if you want to put in a, a call to me and continue on this one-on-one, -on -one, I would, I'd be happy to do that. Or if you want to, to set up, yeah, set up a call. Let's do that. You know where to find my calendar. I also finally want to give a shout out to my friend, Tim, who just simply said last night, you know, what's going on? It, it made such a difference while I was spinning such a false story. I was looking at facts that the, you know, the pandemic started in very, very early 2020. I was looking at the fact that I only have one, uh, the first vaccine dose. I don't have the second one. So, um, so that's a fact. I was, I was looking at the notion that uh, it's, it's just been a time when I've been home a lot. And he reminded me that I have a huge desire to connect with a family member and that that's part of my true story. And he reminded me that sometimes when we're not invited by our family members, it's okay to let them know that we're, we're coming to be with them. We have, we have joy we want to bring to them and to just move myself down that bridge of being a little more courageous, coming more into my truth of, yeah, there's still a lot going on in the world, 
but I don't want to buy into a false story that I have to stay put, wait for invitation, that I have to be the one to make everything work out, that maybe all I want to do is let family know I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm going to be near them and how much I would love to see them because he he's reminding me that in order to help people cross their own bridges away from their false stories, I got to be looking at my own. And sometimes when things go on a long time, like pandemics, we, we start to spin ourselves into some pretty false stories. We do it with our writing. We do it anywhere we want to be creative. I can't even tell you how much I want to go and see family and just be creative again. Go on little day trips with them. Have little adventures. Have conversations. Be in that creative energy. I don't want to feel stifled. And I didn't even notice that because sometimes family members are authority figures, or at least it seems that way. Sometimes it's easy to buy into a false story that I'm stuck and I'm not stuck. And so I just want to say thank you, Tim. Thank you for being a friend. And thank you to my students who write in so that I can do my best work. And thank you for thinking about the the Golden Thread Workshop. Remember, it's $79 right now. The price will be going up, but I would be delighted if you would like to join me. Just reach out to me on Facebook or send an email to coachdebbie.com and click on connect and we'll get going. I'll see you back here next Thursday. Until then, namaste, my friends.